What's going on, everyone? Do you want to start making more money betting the same player props you're betting right now? If so, you've got to sign up with Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy lets player prop sports bettors have a brand new experience that's so much fun. So here's what they do. Thrive Fantasy offers daily fantasy-style contests, and you build your lineup with player props. It's so much fun. They also offer a player prop parlay system under the prop lobby. And what they do here is they pay out better parlay props or prop parlays than anyone in the industry. So if you've ever tried parlaying together a player prop on DraftKings, FanDuel, any of these places, you're going to get paid more for every bet you make on Thrive Fantasy. Check them out online or download the app. That's Thrive Fantasy. Put in promo code SBD for a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's Thrive Fantasy promo code SBD. Also want to thank Better Edge. Better Edge allows everyone out there to start betting VIG free. So what I always say is if you start betting VIG free, that's the same thing as saying you're betting risk-free. Get rid of the risk. Get rid of the minus 110. Start betting fairly with Better Edge. Online, B-E-T-T-O-R, like sports better, edge.com. Put in promo code SBD for a free $20. That's betteredge.com, promo code SBD. What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How we doing out there? How is your Thursday? Today is May 5th. Cinco de Mayo. Hey, Happy Cinco de Mayo out there. How are you guys celebrating? Are you going to go have a little, little margarita, little tacos, whatever you're doing today? Happy Cinco de Mayo. On today's show, it is Storytime Thursday. And uh, today's story is going to be a warning tale for everyone out there using smaller sports books. Uh, I know it can be enticing, right? There's a lot of sports books popping up these days. I see it a lot on Twitter. And there is something to betting with the big guys. You know, you don't want to uh, give your money to any of these huge sports books. You don't want to be supporting the only the big ones. But there is an element of... Uh, peace of mind. And look, we've talked about getting kicked out of sports books before. If you're a really good better, that's easier to blend in and camouflage at a bigger book anyway, right? If you're at a sports book and you're one of 15 betters, you're going to get kicked out a lot quicker. And that's actually what happened to me when I used to bet at a, an Alaskan-based sports book. It didn't last long. And my thought was, well, I'm probably standing out like a sore thumb. So uh, it's really important to understand that sports books, if you're popping up, if you're new, if you're getting going, reputation and trust is really everything in this business. So what happened to me, this was about three, three and a half years ago. Uh, I signed up with a whole bunch of sports books. You know, I, I was part of, and keep in mind, three and a half, four years ago, sports betting was still not legal. Okay. So I was doing this behind the scenes, we'll say. And I was part of a lot of offshore books because that's all there was. There wasn't anything else. And so, yeah, I'd be, you know, on Bet Online, Bovada, Bookmaker, you know, those bigger offshore books. But then I would get involved with other offshore books. You know, anyone who's offering a sign-up bonus or any offers here or there, that's a fundamental part of what I do, taking advantage of those uh, marketing promotions like bonuses. And so I was signed up at the time with all different kinds of sports books. And you know what's funny is this sports book that actually ended up screwing me over? They advertised on one of my shows. 
<laughs> Can you believe that? If you go back, I used to have a podcast called the Sharp Angle Podcast, and I believe we're actually relaunching that. We're going to bring that back here fairly soon. Uh, either way, it's called the Sharp Angle Podcast. And it's funny because this sports book was a, a partner of mine. <laughs> they signed up. They were paying me a monthly fee to do some advertising. And uh, what ended up happening? Look, it all they all sound good to begin with, right? There's all these enticing things like great lines or sign-up bonuses or we pay you the same day. They always try and get you with something. And that's what got me too. I was like, hey, this is great. It's it's uh, and I'm by the way, I'm not going to give the name away for two reasons. First of all, they've dissolved. They're not a legitimate business anymore. And I just don't want to get any any sticky situations. So uh but yeah, they're gone. They do not operate anymore. But um yeah, they were a spot. You could probably figure this out easy if you go listen to my early Sharp Angle podcasts, you know? But either way, so I had about, I don't actually remember the number. It was around $500 in my account. And one day, I went to sign on to my account, check their lines, and I got the 505 message or whatever it is, right? This website's not available or whatever it says. And I was kind of freaking out. Now, luckily for me, I had an advantage that no one else had who used that sports book. I had direct numbers to the marketing director, the owner of the company. I mean, I, I, I knew the people who ran the book. And what ended up happening was they went out of business. I think they just ran out of money to pay people with. They just didn't have the funds anymore. And they shut down. And I will let you know the end of the story. I actually ended up getting all my money back. But it took a long time, and they threatened not to give me my money at the beginning of all this. They ignored me. They ghosted me. Now, the one, my one contact, my one close contact who, I, who, who signed the contract to do the advertising, who I always talk to, he was actually very, well, somewhat helpful for me. He answered the phone, let me know they were closed down, let me know he was having trouble getting paid, his, his final salary check, and all that stuff, too. So it became a pain in the ass. And... I would say it took about four to five weeks before the owner of the company finally got back to me. Now, I stayed on their ass. I would text, I would email, I would call. I contacted one of the watchdog groups, you know, to help me out a little bit. And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. In this case, it, it was a help. But uh, about, like I said, about four or five weeks after this all happened, after my account got shut down and none of my money was returned, the owner of the company ended up calling me. Now, again, this was not out of their own... Uh, they, he didn't do this because he was trying to do the right thing. He did this because I left message after message, contacted a watchdog group. He was feeling some heat, feeling some pressure. And yes, I'm not going to lie. I think it did help that I had a, a, a popular podcast at the time, The Sharp Angle, that I was willing to just go on and, and tell the truth, but trash this guy for and this company for. And so he was really, really apologetic. I mean, sort of just like over the top. Oh, I'm so sorry, which it's like, fuck you. You know, you knew what you were doing. I'm not going to take any of this and just be like, oh, don't worry about it, buddy. So I was pretty upset, but he ended up paying me back. And it took like three payments <laughs> for $500, right? Which, you know, they were in some money problems if they couldn't just pay me back in one check. But I've always wondered. Did anyone else get their money back? I mean, how I've always wondered how many other people were actually betting with them. I know I was doing some advertising with them. They had a couple signups through our promo code. I was obviously using them. A couple of my friends were using them, but I don't know. My guess is, here's my, here's my guess as to what happened, is they had probably 10 to 20 customers and they didn't have a big enough bankroll to support the losses. Because look, it's not hard to run a sports book. Minus 110 is a very powerful thing. Any 
any monkey off the street who knows how to do a little algebra can run a sports book. So what happened to me, or in my opinion, what happened is they experienced what we call fluctuation. They had a couple losses. No, I didn't help with that. You know, I'm probably part of their losing and uh, they couldn't pay. So instead of filing for whatever it is, bankruptcy, trying to get a loan, they just shut down and they figured it'd be easier to shut down, keep the money, pay off whatever they owed in, in their own you know, bills, and then just get lost. Now, part of this whole thing is that this book was, I think it was in uh, Curacao, maybe Costa Rica. But this is an issue with a lot of these offshore sports books. That's why they're called offshore. Okay, they're not here on the shores of America. They're off the shores of America. Uh, it's, it's, it's those companies you really have to worry about. And that's all of the offshore books. So even if you're using BetOnline or Bovada, and again, that's Bet Online or Bovada, uh, they could shut down and the same thing could happen. Now, I don't think that would be likely because those are gigantic sports books. They have thousands, if not tens of thousands of customers. But beware. You know, today's story is pretty much a beware. If there's anywhere on, on Twitter that's DMing you, asking you to sign up, hey, new sports book, new this, new that, it may seem enticing, but I, I promise you, it's actually worth it to sign up with the bigger sports books because you're going to get better bonuses, you're going to get better rewards, you're going to get better marketing deals, and if you start winning, it's much easier to keep winning because you can fly under the radar. But overall, be wary of those sports books popping up left and right. I would not trust them, and that's coming from experience. So, all right, that does it for today's show. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.